I'm Trucker Tom from TruckerTomPodcast.com, and you're listening to Mike Dell's World. Winter dark always takes me by surprise. I think it's the middle of the afternoon, and all of a sudden the sky is the color of slate, with thick clotted clouds lowering themselves upon the buildings and the trees. Ranting winds skirl like bagpipes around the corners of the house, playing their insane music against the chimney. If they were men, they'd be locked up, a noise nuisance or something. Golden light, like smoldering butter, shines bluntly through the dusk. Straining out of windows, trying to cut a swath through all of this murky pitch. Birds huddle in the hedges, squirrels not moving, but to stealthily steal toward their stash of nuts, set aside for exactly such evenings as this. A dog barks somewhere and the sound ricochets off of the stones and the barn and the iron branches, floating for a moment in the thin, brittle air, then silently sinking to the frozen ground. And stepping on the black, solid lake is pure treachery, with the deep, booming, thundering, reverberating hollowness far below where the fish hover in icy molasses. to celebrate in this northern borderland, in all of this sleeping of the earth, in all of the slumbering and inert forces that cause the pines to stand sentry, fence posts to line up under a blanket of white, and cars to churn to life early in the morning. We find songs to sing and dances to warm our feet, wine that oils our tongues and loosens our stories food that fills our bellies, and even more, our connection to each other. We burn candles, read the stars, and revel in the silence of snow. Respite from the world for a short time, we embrace winter for itself, and for the spring that comes so achingly welcome afterward. do wish I knew who that was that did the poem and the music there, but I don't remember. That was from the Podsafe Music Network way back in March of 09, and I played it on Mike Dell's World number 14, or 14, 114. Uh, like I said, that was March 9th in 2009, and I listened to that episode today, and wow, wow, things have improved uh, immensely in the audio department. Also, the uh, the intro there by my friend Tom Wiles, uh, Trucker Tom, who's still at it, doing uh, his podcast on the road. Uh, he's a long-haul truck driver and, uh, and podcaster, and prolific podcaster at that, and YouTuber now. Uh, he does a, uh, that was daily, I don't know what he's doing now, but... Uh, 
you know, how often he's doing them, but he was doing uh, Trucking with Tom on YouTube, uh, doing that every day there for a while, and I, I think he does it every few days. He does the podcast every so often, sometimes more, sometimes less, and uh, it's usually uh, pretty interesting. It's uh, you, you often wonder what guys that are on the road like that all the time think about, and uh, well, uh, Tom's a good window into that, so go check him out, truckertompodcast.com. And one of these days, I got to help him uh, update that website. Uh, I think we installed WordPress on that uh, several years ago. I think when Mevio went out of business or went out of the podcasting business, I think they're out of totally out of business now. But uh, a few years ago or several years ago, they went out of business altogether. I think I did a, a commemoration show, and they finally pulled the plug on uh, the the. Uh, pod, uh, what is it? Podsafe Music Network. Like I said, it's where I got that uh, poem. Uh, it's called uh, Winter Dark. And I really do wish I knew who that was. If you do know who that is, because I, I, that's why I listened to the uh, episode so I could see if I gave credit then and I didn't. So I don't know who it is, but uh, very apropos to living in northern Michigan during the winter time. Although today wasn't bad. Uh, in fact, we've lost a, a good amount of our snow. We had a few days last week that were in the 40s, and today was in the 40s. We had a little uh, blast of winter in between, and uh, we're due to get another blast of winter this coming week. But uh, you didn't come here for the weather report. Well, maybe some of you did. Uh, I know my friend that, uh, that I met through the podcast uh, via email there down in in uh, Nebraska, uh, he's listening, and uh, hello, and I don't have your name right in front of me because uh, I've been doing way too much. I've been busy, busy, busy. It's good, good kind of busy. Uh, this week, I uh, after I'm done recording today, uh, I will have been on one, two, three, four, five different podcasts this week, uh, two, three of my own, and uh, two uh, of other people's. So uh, it's been a interesting week. If you're uh, at all interested in, you know, business of podcasting, that's the uh, three of the shows. So one of them was the new media show, which isn't really out yet. We recorded it this morning. Uh, me and uh, Todd Cochran, I was uh, guesting on there uh, since uh, the other co-host, uh, Rob Greenley, was was uh, flying today, I guess, flying back from Nashville. He was at a conference down there. And then I also uh, guest hosted for Mackenzie Bennett over at the Power Press podcast. That's the official Blueberry Podcasting Company's uh, official podcast. And Mackenzie was also at that same conference in Nashville, along with Angelo Mandato. Mandato, geez, I can never pronounce his name right, even though it's easy to spell. But uh, anyway, I hosted the uh, the podcast this week for Blueberry and and interviewed or you know had got reports from Nashville from Mackenzie and Angelo and and that was that was a good time. Find that over at PowerPressPodcast.com. And then of course I did uh, my. Podcast Help Desk number 80 this week, uh, where I got to interview uh, Colin Gray from Scotland, who's a, another podcaster about podcasting. He does uh, PodCraft and uh, has a website called The Podcast Host. 
Com. So go check him out. And and I after I'm done here, I'm gonna record a Geek of the North. And you can find that over at the Modern Life Podcasting Network. That's at uh, modernlifepodcastingnetwork.com or modernlifepodcastnetwork.com. Hmm. Why don't I play the promo for them and that'll tell you where to go. If I can uh, find it here. I moved everything around on my soundboard, so... <laughs> uh, mm-hmm, hmm, where is that promo? Oh, I'll find it. Uh, that's I, I've been spending so much time here in the studio that uh, everything was getting confusing and now I totally confused myself. Hmm. Ah, here we go. I found it. This is the promo for the Modern Life Podcast Network, which Geek of the North is part of. The Modern Life Podcast Network focuses on technology, lifestyle, business, sports, and culture. Our modern lives can be hectic, demanding one day and relaxing the next. Our hosts discuss the issues facing our modern lives and provide the answers and ideas to make the journey through life and business a bit easier. Find your new favorite podcast at modernlifepodcastnetwork.com. Modern issues, modern discussions. Yeah, there you go. So uh, go check out the Modern Life Podcast Network. And it's uh, a lot of good shows over there, and including myself with Geek of the North. All right, enough uh, self-promotion. Of course, since this show is named after me and it's my show, I guess it is about me. <laughs> Not in a conceited way in any anyway. So, yeah, a lot of things on my mind lately. Uh, I hinted last episode that uh, uh, the next big thing is coming. Well, it's still coming, and I still can't talk about it. So that's kind of a, a boring topic now, isn't it? But uh, not not directly related to the next big thing is me thinking about getting a different vehicle. Now, back in August, we had a big thunderstorm slash possible tornado. You know, it wasn't confirmed, but we lost enough trees around here, and uh, one of those trees found my Subaru and pretty much flattened it. So... Since that happened, we've been down to, well, I should say we were down, we were down to three cars. <laughs> and it sounds terrible for just, you know, a couple with no kids at home, right? But uh, at one time we had four of them in the driveway. I uh, had, you know, the Subaru, my van that I used for, uh, or use for the uh, courier business. And, uh, you know, that's my daily driver. And then we had the Subaru, which was the alternate daily driver and bad weather car. And then we have the uh, old Cadillac Escalade that we've had forever. In fact, I talked about that in uh, in uh, Mike Dell's World number 114, where I got the uh, intro and that poem from. And so we've had that a long time. I, you know, I'm thinking we've had that 10 years and it's still going strong and, uh, it had some rust repaired on it, had the whole lower half of the thing redone a few years ago, and so it's not all rusty or anything. doesn't have a ton of miles, so uh, keeping that around, and, you know, parts are cheap for it. It's, you know, basically it's a Tahoe with nice seats, so, uh, you know, the seats are still nice, and uh, all the rest of the parts are Chevy parts, so no big deal. 
But been thinking, you know, we're down to two cars now because uh, the third car that we had after the Subaru got destroyed was my wife's company car. Well, my wife has since changed companies and her new company does not give her a car to use, which is just as well. She doesn't have to go anywhere except for back and forth to work. You know, before she was uh, traveling a fair bit, so made sense to have a company car. But I've been thinking about going one of two ways. Uh, you know, I don't really want to get a brand new car. I, you know, that's just not my speed. I've had one brand new car in my entire life, and it's been really nice for the last uh, several years. I've not had a car payment, and I'm debating right now whether to get something newer or go with something really old that's easy to work on. And, you know, because with uh, my particular job, I don't have to travel much. The uh, courier business, I've got the, got the van. The van's fine. It's got more miles than the space shuttle, but, uh, you know, it still clips right along. And, uh, and that one's cheap to fix and fairly easy to fix. So, eh, you know, I'll keep that one around for the little bit of courier work that I do these days. You know, for a while I was doing it full time and now just like once every couple of weeks I take a run. That's that route that I do. I keep saying, keep talking about, you know, the hospital route that kind of make my lap around the northern part of the state. Which I've got to do in the morning. So I uh, can't uh, stay up and record too late tonight, but uh, it's still early evening. So we're good to go. But uh, yeah, and so I'm, you know, I'm kind of leaning. One way or the other, either I'm going to get kind of a newer Subaru, you know, maybe, uh, you know, three, four-year-old one and uh, bite the bullet and, and, you know, get something that I'll have for a while. Or, like I said, I was thinking if I could do it, if I could find a rust-free, like, 60s Chevy pickup truck, you know, just a, you know, plain old half-ton, six-cylinder, manual transmission you know, no bells and whistles whatsoever. That'd be the perfect around town car and, and uh, you know, beating around around here. And, you know, with the way you can buy the parts, I mean, you can get, you know, a whole engine and transmission, you know, sure, it's going to cost you a couple thousand bucks, 3,000 bucks for an engine. But, you know, if the thing's rust-free and the engine's cheap and the engine is, you know, it's, I don't know. That's just a thought, you know, maybe get an old beater and just keep fixing it up and keep driving it. You know, I I uh, saw a story on the news, uh, you know, several months ago about this guy that uh, worked for a grain elevator somewhere, I think in Iowa or or Nebraska or somewhere out that way. And, and he had a 1957 Chevy pickup truck that he bought for 50 bucks when he started this job at the grain elevator. And... He worked there 40-some years and and was about to retire, and he was still driving that truck. And he didn't fix the truck up. You know, he didn't uh, fix it up as in restore it or anything. He just fixed what broke as it broke. And, and uh, you know, had duct tape holding the headlights in and everything. But, you know, if the engine went bad, he, uh, you know, rebuilt the engine or replaced the engine and just kept driving it. You know, so he bought a truck for 50 bucks and drove it for 40 something years. I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of neat. You know, of course I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, driving anything for another 40 years, I don't suppose, but 
you know, it'd be, be nice to maybe do that. Around here, the problem is the, the salt on the roads and the rust. But uh, then again, you know, you, you take care of them, you wash them in the wintertime. You know, I run the van through the car wash probably twice a week in the wintertime. And, you know, it's got a little rust on it, but, you know, it's normal for a rust belt vehicle and doesn't look terrible and still reliable. So, you know, I might do that, a little 60s Chevy pickup truck. or uh, The only reason I say Chevy, I, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't be opposed to a Ford or a Dodge, but uh, Chevys seem to be easier to get parts for, and there seems to be a lot more of them around here of that vintage. And so, yeah, I don't know, that's a, that's a thing. Or I was even thinking of Volkswagen, you know, an old air-cooled Beetle or, or bus. But, of course, the bus, the want an exorbitant amount of money for any of those anymore because they're so collectible. And the Beatles, they're still, you know, you can still buy one reasonably. And every single part of that old Beetle is available uh, aftermarket. So, you know, you could keep them going in theory forever. So that's, you know, something that I'm mulling over. You know, I don't have to get anything right now. Uh, you know, the old van's still holding together and the old Cadillac's holding together. And, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, every month I go without a car payment, uh, you know, I can, you know, bank that money. And, uh, if I need to repair one of them, I've got the money to do so. And I need to replace one. I got the money to do that. So, you know, hopefully I won't have a car payment. In fact, I'm kind of aiming for not having a car payment, but that's just me. Uh, had enough enough fun with credit in the past and uh, I'm happy to say I don't have any anymore it's all uh, it's all paid for and gone and uh, only thing only the only payments we have are utilities and insurances and doctors and that kind of thing and and uh, the house payment and the house payments nearly done too so <laughs> you know happy times uh let's see uh I think I'm going to uh, do some more blast from the past. Uh, I haven't played a hot buttered rum tune in a while, and I got this little promo that uh, I always like to play. Hey, this is Aaron Redner from Hot Buttered Rum, and you're enjoying Mike Dell's World Podcast. Searching for is right between my eyes. I think I'm home. I think I'm home. How nice to look at you again. On the road, along the road. Anytime you want me, you can find me there. Right between your eyes. Yeah. Right between your eyes. Oh. Right between your eyes. Concern yourself with that beyond control It's a complicated lesson To simplify your soul Now keep in mind There's always time Each breath there is a way To remind me that the path I'm on Leave me home one day Yes, I think I'm home I think I'm home How nice to 
If you're out in Colorado, the hot buttered rum's going to be at Steve's Guitars at Carbondale, Colorado on March 2nd. March 3rd, they're going to be at the Old Town Pub in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And the 4th, they're going to be at Stargazers in Colorado Springs. And let's see, the Berkeley Ballroom at uh, Frisco, Colorado, and they got a whole bunch of dates in Oregon, Washington, California, Arizona, and they're coming to Minnesota, Madison, Wisconsin, Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, all kinds of places. So they're kind of on their winter-spring tour. Uh, go check those guys out. They're, uh, they're very good. Got to see them when they were here in Traverse City and uh, got them to do some, uh, some uh, liners for me. <laughs> gave me permission to play their music, so that's a uh, a great thing. Go check them out at hotbutteredrum.net and uh, check out their tour dates if you want to go see some good bluegrassy type stuff. We've all heard about the recent abuse of GoFundMe pages on Facebook, such as the morons trying to raise money after spending everything they own on Powerball tickets, or the woman who needed cash to get a marijuana tattoo removed from her forehead. Now, the creators of the GoFundMe platform have created something to stop this rampant abuse. It's called the GoFundYourself page. GoFundYourself! How do GoFundYourself accounts work? There's just three easy steps. Number one, get off your ass. Number two, get a job. Number three, 
get a life. Complete those three easy steps and you're ready to go fund yourself. Go fund yourself. This message paid for by the 50% of the country still working and paying taxes. Go fund yourself. This podcast was meant for educational purposes only. Voidware prohibited. Some assembly required. Batteries not included. Items may be closer than they appear. Contents may settle during shipment. Use only as directed. No other warranty expressed or implied. Do not use while operating a motor vehicle or heavy equipment. Subject to approval. This is not an offer to sell securities. Apply only to affected area. May be too intense for some listeners. For recreational use only. All models over 18 years of age. No user serviceable parts inside. Freshest if used before the date on carton. Subject to change without notice. All times approximate. Simulated picture. Breaking seal constitutes acceptance of agreement. For off-road use only as seen on tv one size fits all contains a substantial amount of non-tobacco ingredients colors may in time fade slippery when wet office use only edited for television keep in a cool dry place process promptly list was current at the time of recording not responsible for direct indirect incidental or consequential damages resulting from any defect error or failure to perform penalty for private use substantial penalty for early withdrawal do not write below this line your Canceled check is your receipt. Avoid contact with skin. Sanitize for your protection. Slightly higher west of the Mississippi. Beware of dogs. Contestants have been briefed on some questions before the show. You must be present to win. No purchase necessary. Use only in a well-ventilated area. Keep away from fire or flame. Approved for veterans. Price does not include taxes. Not recommended for children. Pre-recorded for this time zone. Reproduction is strictly prohibited. No solicitors. No alcohol, dogs, or horses. No anchovies unless otherwise specified. First pull up, then pull down. Call toll free before digging. Driver does not carry cash. Some of the trademarks mentioned in this product appear for identification purposes only. Decision of the judges is final. This supersedes all previous notices. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. No podcasters, plants, or animals were harmed in the making of this disclaimer. Well, that was a blast from the past. I did that a long time ago, and if you notice the quality of my voice there, whether you like it or not, <laughs> that was a, a condenser microphone in a in a fairly quiet uh, environment. So uh, you know that just proves to you know the podcaster types that a condenser mic can work for certain things. But yeah, that was uh, recorded back in the Benzoid Report days. Uh, I don't know. I guess that'd be prior to episode seventy. Something like that. Uh, you know, don't know the exact history, and uh, I guess that doesn't doesn't matter much. But yeah, kind of kicking it old school today. Uh, <laughs> uh, playing. Uh, you know, this is kind of the format of what uh, podcasting was. You know, back in two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. You know, it was kind of a variety show. At least mine was, and and there were several others like it. And it's just kind of fun to once in a while sit down and, uh, and do this kind of show. And I got to get with uh, Jim Farley, by the way. Uh, we used to do What's Up With That. In fact, I have a uh, Adam Curry uh, thing for that that I tend to play too much. But, jeez, uh, my soundboard really is not uh, not as much fun as it used to be. And, see, I had to even go off mic a little bit to find it. But... Uh, let me start that over. 
Jim Farley and I used to do a show called What's Up With That? Dude, what's up with that? And anyway, there, that was the uh, clip. But uh, I got to get with Jim and uh, record one of those. Uh, we, we do that periodically and uh, throw it in this feed here. And let's call it Mike Dell's World. What's up with that? And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Usually it's just Jim and I catching up on our our uh, lives and uh, and what's going on in the podcasting. You know, he's started a new podcast and or is starting a new podcast. They got the promo out and the website up and the hosting set and all that. So uh, it's him and uh, Rich Palmer. Uh, Rich Palmer, who uh, did this uh, promo right here. Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No ease. That's Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Dot com. Blueberry.com. Yeah, and every time I play that promo, I have to look at my wrist because I thought I heard my watch go off. But I know that's not true because today my watch, uh, it's, which is solar-powered, you know, solar-charged, you can tell it's winter. About February, it dies. So luckily it was kind of sunny today, so I set it out on the barbecue grill and uh, in the sun, and hopefully it got enough charge to start working again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to do the old lamp trick. I've got a uh, full-spectrum lamp here, you know, one of those sad lamps, uh, seasonal affective disorder lamps, you know. Those of us that live this far north sometimes uh, get a little depressed because of the lousy weather, you know, as that poem at the beginning of this episode was talking about. Uh, So, you know, we have one of those lamps, and you turn that on and sit in front of it and do your stuff, and supposedly it makes you feel better. Yeah, I never really needed it, but it's handy for charging my solar watch. <laughs> of course, that's probably the most efficient or inefficient way to to charge something solar-powered, but that's beside the point. Well, I think this is going to be it. It's a little over half hour. I think that's good enough. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed my little uh, blast from the past, musical interludes and funny disclaimers and... and uh, that kind of stuff. I didn't play any comedy music. I guess I could have, but uh, I didn't, and uh, I'm not going to. But what I am going to do, speaking of Adam Curry, you know, who's kind of started this whole podcast thing, at least uh, in my world, and since this show is called Mike Dell's World, that's what counts here. Um, I remember when Adam Curry uh, rented his condo in San Francisco. That's when Pod Show company that turned into Mevio uh, was in its heyday, and he was uh, commuting back and forth from Guilford, England to San Francisco. So he got a, a apartment or a condo in uh, San Francisco, and I remember he played this song, which is also from the uh, Podsafe Music Network, and I don't know, just uh, it's kind of a nice song, kind of mellow, kind of laid back. So we'll catch you next time on Mike Dell's World. And be sure to check me out in all the other places that I podcast. And I will catch you later. Nothing's wrong but here
goodbye Lay me down to sleep tonight Toss and turn, sleep won't come I'm restless for the sun Times and dreams come true Eyes wide open, tell me where's the dawn Restless for the sun The view from here don't darken It shouts so clear in my mind Dawn breaking through darkness Dreams come true better times So hold me close and speak to me the dreams with yet to see can't wait to see you when the morning comes restless for the sun For the sun